Anything new with you? Nothing really. No. Just working a lot and rain for about five days nonstop. So oh, the shit. fucking yard is like a swamp. Dance, monkey, dance. this week's episode of dance monkey dance i'm chris i'm john how you doing john i'm doing just swell how are you i'm okay i've been watching the alex murdaugh trial the murder trial i don't know if you guys have coverage down there it's local here so it's like a oh no it's a it's a lawyer who allegedly killed his wife and one of his sons and then mm. hired a hitman to come and kill him so that oh. um, his his other son would get all the money. Okay. Um, but I guess the hitman went to the cops and turned him in. And so, uh, like, all the major, like, um, law channels are covering this. And it's just kind of been fascinating that Southern lawyers are really fucking dumb. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's all this good old boy mentality. And um, they spent today showing the um, the jury autopsy pictures. Okay. Which you couldn't see on the stream, but. Right. Uh, they were describing them for everybody in the in the court. And you could tell that, like, it should have been affecting this dude way more than it was if he didn't kill his wife and his son. So, but it's Southern law. So I'm expecting that he's going to get, get away with it. So we'll see. Hmm. But it's been one of those fascinating things to watch. Kind of like the Casey Anthony trial was down here. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And like every time they mention somewhere, it's like, Oh, I know where that is. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, oh, he went there to have an alibi. And it's like, oh, that's fucked up. Hmm. So it's just been one of those things. Yeah, well, you know, the world's full of wonderful people. It is. It is. And you just have to be smarter if you're going to kill people, because this guy's an idiot. <laughs> watching the skies to see if there are any more <laughs> alien spaceships around and they're taking them out before they get over America now. Oh, are they now? Because, okay. Because everybody got pissed off that they waited until it floated over the United States. So right. now they're just blowing them out of the sky over Canada. And I guess they're just calling Canada and saying, Hey, our jets are coming across the border. <laughs> it's like skeet shooting. I guess. Pull! I guess. And, and Canada's just like, all right, whatever, just take care of it. So, well, that's exciting. Now China's claiming that several balloons from America has floated over China in the last ten years, and it's like, really? Ooh, 
in a decade. Because... But, I mean, are we still using balloons? We use weather balloons. Like, uh, like on Why? a daily... Because they're more accurate than satellites. Yeah. All right. But if you watch the way that the weather goes across the planet, that would mean that the American balloons would have to traverse Russia first. Right. To get to China. And that that's not happening. Well, maybe they had like little propellers on them. <laughs> so I just think it's one of those like, well, you're claiming it's our stuff, so we're going to blame you now. And it's like, oh, of course, whatever. So, yeah. Well, I still like to think it's aliens. <laughs> They're finally making themselves known. Okay, but could you imagine being an alien of intelligence enough to build a craft that can traverse time and space and mm -hmm. you decide that you're going to visit earth and you get here after however many billions of miles and the first thing that they do is fire missiles at you like yes uh, nobody's showing up there's there's no because earth is life only here. resources for them yeah but there's no we're just resources and meat. But we're fucking up the resources, man. We're dumping. Well, that's that's why they got to get in now <laughs> while there's still some left. <laughs> you know, that big train wreck in Ohio. That's yeah. Dumped millions of gallons of whatever that shit was that they're carrying into the water source. Mm -hmm. So now nobody's going to be able to drink water there. Like I'd be passing by this planet if I was an alien. I'd be like, nope. I don't know. Maybe it's a fixer-upper. Come back when they've killed they've killed each other. Maybe there's an alien HGTV show. <laughs> Planet fixer-upper. There you go. And this is this is them. This is the you know the real estate agent showing them multiple locations. This is the alien you know, couple that has like like five hundred thousand dollars for renovations. Yes. And they're like, uh, let's try this one. And then they show up and they're like, oh, we don't like this neighborhood. This is that could be terrible, it. man. I, 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 I see that. I see that. <laughs> what do you think they're looking for? Like, you know, in-ground pool, hot tub? Uh, I man think, cave, she shed? Uh, well, definitely a she shed. I think every woman should have a she shed for their stuff. You can set on fire. No. <laughs> Everybody needs a place where they can go and chill the fuck out. That's right. So I I would assume if you were in this solar system looking for a place to put down roots, that you would study like the planet first and you would be like, well, East Coast has hurricanes and fucking snow. Middle of the country well, has maybe they have the power to fix that. Possibly. They, they put a big dome over it, and it's like 72 degrees every day. Oh, that'd be amazing. See? So, so like, San Diego, basically. Yes. So, yes. so they're looking for, like, now, San Diego. Now, unfortunately, we would become slaves, so, you know, that wouldn't work out for us. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Unless, unless they were, like, good overlords... What if, what if, like, being a slave for them is, like, better than being, like, you know, what we do now? Mm, I don't know. 
Well, I, be, I, because you know what you know you know what's going to set them off. What? The aliens. You know what's going to set them off. You know, you do the wrong thing. Oh. You tell you tell the wrong joke, or you know, their coffee's too hot, and bam, there goes Idaho. But you would have. Well, is that a loss? Yeah. I mean, it's just potatoes, right? <laughs> but I think I think there'd have to be a hierarchy to the human slaves, right? You would yeah. have the workers, you would have the bottom of the barrel, then there'd be like a middle management, and then there'd be like the upper crust, you know, not pointing at our own distorted history, but like, like there were the slaves that worked right alongside with the slave owners. And I would assume that history always repeats itself. So there would be some kind of hierarchy that, that gets put into place. And so maybe, maybe they're watching and all the Republicans become like all the lower echelon, like worker stuff. See, maybe this is a, a scouting trip. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones you know, that are they're out figuring out the how to, how to do this, how to fix this. <laughs> Would some they'd want entertainment? There'd be some entertainment arm of like the human slave population, like like the USO. Well, yeah, no, but like like you know, the theme parks would then be transformed to be like alien friendly. So they'd have to like make announcements about keeping your tentacles in the vehicle at all times. And yeah. And instead of, instead of like at Disney where they do the Spanish keep, you know, keep, keep way of the doors. It would be in the alien language. Hmm. Interesting. But then they're like, you know, they're very critical of like, um, smugglers run because like they know what it's really like to fly spaceships in space. And right. Like, they'd have to retool shit, but, like, you know, they'd have to staff it. There's a place for us in the in the alien right. takeover. If you say so. Yeah. Look, they're going to do a study and figure out the average intelligence. And since <laughs> we're way more intelligent than those average motherfuckers, they're not going to make us do the, the shitty work. But what if it's like an idiocracy where they're they're surrounding themselves with stupid people so they still look good? I would hope that the aliens would be better than that. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> I mean, look at Alf. All he wanted to do was eat the cat. Well, hey, they could... They- There'd be cat, like, restaurants and stuff. <laughs> instead, of, that would be a, a legitimate cat cafe where it was yeah. on the menu. Yeah. And not of, like, just, like, sushi? walking around making me sneeze. Yeah, exactly. They'd All be, right. they'd be wiping out the cat population. There'd be big <laughs> breeding pens that, you know. Of cats? Of cats. You know, like they do with the chickens. Oh. But there, there'd, there'd so be... Big truckloads of, of cats going to slaughter. Would there be free range cats? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, we have those now, right? They just run around the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yes. 
Well, I mean, speaking of aliens, and you know how we love segues. Um, <laughs> I'm. I would have to assume that Madonna is like one of those front runner aliens, right? That are here to like check out the planet. Yes. Because I don't know if you saw the pictures of her. Oh, I I saw it happen live. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? Because I missed where they introduced her. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Is that like some new new Doja Cat or some other stupid name? She looks like the woman that did the plastic surgery to become a cat. She's getting there. She's, she's definitely on her way. And apparently it was leaked that... Um, her people called the Grammys and said that she would host or, or present, but they couldn't do any close-ups. Mm. So when she comes out later and says that it's misogynistic of people to talk about how she looks, right. I don't buy that because she knows exactly what she looks like. Right. And while I'm perfectly fine with people looking however the fuck they want to look, if she wants to look like that, that's fine. That's her business. But she sure. can't get mad when other people are like, what the fuck happened to you? Because it's just an observation. Well, she does have a new tour coming up, so she's trying to stir up controversy. But is that going to work? I don't know, because I think a lot of her fans are fed up with her bullshit. <laughs> like she's made she's had like a lot of concerts where she's shown up like five hours late. Yeah, I mean, Guns N' Roses was like that in the 90s, and that fucking yeah. broke them up, so... Yeah. Like, I can't imagine people waiting around, and if the Ticketmaster thing doesn't get any better, people aren't going to want to buy tickets to her shows. Right. So, I don't know. I just, I just... That was the only thing that I watched at the Grammys, because I didn't know three-quarters of the people that were even on it. But did you watch the Sam Smith production number right after that that she introduced no is that the dude that's singing the oh god what's that song it's on all the instagram reels um unholy is that the song yes okay that's him no i didn't i did see pictures of him though i guess at another award show where he was in this like black blow-up suit yes yeah uh, I'm getting too old for this. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I I don't understand what's going That's on. That's not going to be anymore. your cosplay this year coming up. No. You're not going to dress like Sam Smith. No. No. What did he do at the Grammys though? He did that devil song. <laughs> Everything was red. He did the every devil fucking song. thing. The stage, the light, the the trans singer he was duetting with. Everything was like in red. Kim Petrus? Yes. Oh, god damn, Smokey Robinson. What the fuck happened to him? Uh, same things happened in Madonna. <laughs> I'm watching the acceptance speech and oh, wow. What is he wearing? Yeah. They shouldn't let him out of the house alone anymore. I mean, but is this like, is this like the new, like Lady Gaga? Like, is this yes. like trying to capture an image as well as like. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Why need substance when you can have style? Uh, can he sing though? I mean, 
At least Lady Gaga can sing. Yeah. I mean, he had he had that hit, whatever it was. Unholy? No, before that. Okay. I don't know. Back back when he wasn't a freak. He was like a one-hit wonder. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's, let's see. I'm not here to make friends? No, stay with me. Nope. Stay with me. That's it. Okay. Yep. And now he's like walking around in like weird outfits and stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if yeah. it works for him, cream always rises, right? I guess. <laughs> but I'm so if you watch the Grammys all the way through, how many people were? Oh, no, no, no. I, oh. I didn't watch all the way through. I happened to be flipping channels at the right moment. <laughs> okay. I mean, because like when I look at um, when I look at like people who won 90 percent of it is I I don't even know who it is anymore. Yep. Well, there's so many of these like one hit wonders now, so it's not like, you know, I guess when Bonnie Raitt won song of the year, like the the. uh British new, um, newspapers announced that some unknown singer beat out Beyonce and all these big stars. <laughs> it's like, um, you're <laughs> ignorant because. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm at that point, like, where my parents were when it was just like, you know, they would see records that I would buy in the 80s and the 90s and be like, I don't understand what you're listening to anymore. And my kid's the same way. Like, although I will say that she is, she's gone like retro in her music listening to like 90s, like 90s. and like early 2000s <laughs> and stuff. So I can at least listen to some of it. Okay. Because like she's listening to like the gorillas. Okay. And so it's like, okay, I, I get that. And then she'll she'll play some other stuff from like she's big into anime, so she'll play like anime music and I'm like, I I she's like, Do you like that? I was like, It's not really my thing, but as long as you like it, I don't care. But I mean yeah, I don't know half of these people in this winner's list. No. I've just given up. <laughs> I used to really look forward to all of those award shows. Yeah, like but the MTV, now I'm like, oh, like video yeah. awards and shit. Yes. Yeah. Cutting edge. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully Sam Smith will shoot to wherever he wants to go in his career, and it'll be all good. <laughs> so speaking of music, uh-huh. did you did you catch the the Suburb Owl yesterday? I did watch the Super Bowl. The whole thing? Well, mo- mostly for the commercials. Uh-huh. Um but it did have me pay attention to like the beginning and the um the halftime show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was folding laundry during most of it, so take it for what it's worth is 
you know, normally when the game was on. And right. then when the when the commercials came on, I stopped and I watched the TV and then the came the game came back on and I continued to fold laundry. All right. Um so yeah, I mean I know everybody's up in arms because they played the Black National Anthem. Which, you know, whatever. Right. I was a little confused. So did you watch like all of it? No. Okay. So No, I didn't watch any of it yesterday. I just watched stuff on YouTube today. Okay. So did you happen to watch Babyface in the beginning? Nope. Go go onto YouTube and see if you can find his performance and tell me if his guitar is upside down. Because I was watching it yesterday live and I'm not sure what they're lip syncing to and what they're not. And I think he played America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's playing a guitar that looks like it's strung backwards. All of the thick strings are on the bottom and all the thin strings are on top. Which is ass backwards. Yes, it is ass backwards. Okay. So... But do you think he's faking it or do you think that's how he plays it? Well, that's what I don't understand because it's a left-handed guitar. Right. And sometimes it looked like he was playing chords and sometimes it looked like he wasn't. So I was very confused of what exactly was going on. I've never seen anybody play a guitar strung backwards. So I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing. So apparently it's fairly common for left-handed guitar players to just play it upside down, including the strings, including the strings. Oh, wow. Okay. It says some even string it backward. Huh? Okay. I've played guitar since I was 12 and I have never seen that before. So I was, I was a little confused. I was like, I, yeah, but you're normal. You're not, you're not, you know, <laughs> left-handed. Uh, yeah, but still I've, I've seen a bunch of left-handed guitarists and I've never seen that before. So, yep. you know, that's how it started out. And I was like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Um, And I guess we should talk about the halftime show. We should. <laughs> With the two headliners, Rihanna and her baby. <laughs> and the marshmallow people. Yeah, well, that was a little weird. It was a very... I don't even want to say it's safe because of what I'm going to say next. Um, when we were younger... The halftime show was like the talk. Spectacle. Yeah, it was a spectacle. Yeah. It was multiple people. It was it was mixing genres and it was this big gigantic stage and it was everything. Mm-hmm. And then the Janet Jackson thing happened. Yep. Um, where Justin Timberlake pulled off a part of her costume and revealed her nipple to the world. Yep. 
And that was a big shocking moment in television, live television history. And so they became very safe. And I don't really know how this qualified as a pregnant woman was like humping the bench and like rubbing her pussy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I was like, huh? So I'm not sure what to think of the halftime show. I thought technically it was amazing. Okay. The coordination of those elevated stages that were moving during this whole thing, I thought was, was great. Right. Um, but the content (laughs) I could have done without. I mean, look, I'm really impressed that the, that the drone operators didn't hit any of the, the crisscross support wires. Well, I'm wondering if it was actually a sky cam right on the middle of them, because then there'd be no chance of them going off, off point. There was two in one shot. You could see two distinct what looked well. I mean, the sky cams kind of look like, like the big a yeah. propeller, um, drones. Right. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out because those are on wires themselves how they would have gotten through some of those V-shaped wire rigs without hitting the wires themselves, which is why I thought it was a drone. I was like, you fly a drone right into there. Although that goes against every drone code that's out there. You're not supposed to fly them over people and you're not supposed to fly close to wires. And so I wasn't sure, but like, I agree. Technically it was really good. Um. Again, it's not. We're not the target audience for this performance. Yep. So, you know, it's hard for me to sit here and say. You know, it wasn't good. Like I've seen online, I've I've seen a bunch of white angry men online talk about how the national anthem was way better than the halftime show. And it's like, oh, so well, of th- course, because it was Chris Stapleton. It was, yeah. you know, country. It was country, and the middle was hip hop. Yep. I I'm assuming Rihanna's considered hip hop. I know I'm out of touch. Um. But you know, watching it, being that she's pregnant and that she was able to, I guess, do all the choreography and stuff, like good on her. I just I didn't understand. I guess we're swinging back to the more risque stuff and that's fine, but it's also very weird in the conservative culture that is the NFL. So I'm, I don't really know what to make of it. You know, the watching the NFL is, is kind of an interesting deal. Um, they did this in this thing in the beginning about um, Pat Tillman. And if you're too young to remember who Pat Tillman was, he was an NFL player who after nine 11 decided that he could do more than just play football and enlisted in the army Rangers and went over to Iraq to fight and or Afghanistan um, and then became very critical of the government and was killed by friendly fire 
by his own crew. Right. Who tried to cover it up. And it only came out later through the the very persistent uh, work of his mother that it was friendly fire and that they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And his family has asked repeatedly, do not use our son's name. Do not use what he right. did to promote to promote the NFL or the military. And every year at the Super Bowl, they do this thing where they quote unquote honor Pat Tillman. Yep. And it's just like, okay, whatever. So that shit's kind of hard to watch. I should have just did what you did and waited and just watched all the stuff the day after, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about, you want to do the things that were shit first, or do you want to do the things that you really liked? Um, I only wrote down the things I really liked. (laughs) So, so why don't, why don't you talk about the shit things, which may include some of the things I really liked. Well, did you happen to see the Jesus spots? No. So there was a campaign for, um, I can't remember what the actual title of the thing was. It's something about us. Um, okay. And the, they did two spots. So it was close to $20 million to promote this quote unquote charity that is run by the head idiot that owns Hobby Lobby. Uh, Okay. And the way that the commercials are set up, try to make the civil unrest in the United States look like it's wrong. And meaning it's fake or meaning it's bad. We shouldn't be doing it. Meaning we shouldn't be doing it. Well, yeah. Well, but this is like, this is like black lives matter. And this is, um, you know, the, the, the protests that happen after, um, Oh, what's his name? George Floyd. Am I getting, Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, after his death and they're trying to say that like Jesus wouldn't want that. And it just boggles my mind that conservative Christians think that Jesus would be on the gun toting redneck side of humanity if he was alive today. You don't think he would? If Jesus was alive today, not only would he not be white. Because he wasn't white. He would be hanging out with gay people, the trans people, anybody that's uh, being oppressed. Because if you read the Bible, that's what fucking Jesus did. Right. So the fact that anybody thinks that that's how he would be now just is out of their fucking mind. And there's now, like, to their credit, there's a bunch of people that are hitting up this quote-unquote nonprofit organization that spent $20 million on the Super Bowl that said, do you know how many people you could have fed with that? 
Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people you could have have put into a shelter with that money? And yet you ran two spots on the Super Bowl. Which tells you that they don't care about people. No, they not care at all. about their own their own press. Yes, you know, and people still send money to Benny Hinn and Joel Osteen yep. and uh, Jim Baker and all of these asses. Yep, because God told them to. That's right. That's right. So yeah, so that was that was that was my least favorite thing that happened last night. Okay. Um. Did you see the Caddyshack one? Uh, I saw part of it. It was terrible. Yeah. They could have just done a golfing spot that had nothing to do with Caddyshack if they weren't going to get anybody that was even remotely related to the movie. Okay. If they had pulled off a thing where Bill Murray was there. Sure. Or, you know, Ronnie Dangerfield is dead. But like, um, who's the guy that was in Caddyshack um, who played the judge who was on Too Close for Comfort? And Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Ted Knight. So instead of Ted Knight, they had Brian Cox from... Um, who? Brian Cox. He's on... Um, Succession on HBO. Oh, of course. Yeah. Big fan. Well, it's a really good show. Um, He's been in a ton of things. You've seen him in a ton of things. You just probably don't know his name. He was playing the Ted Knight character and it was like, so you blew all your money on him. And then it had, I think it had Venus Williams in it. I'm not really sure. Um, But it was just like, don't take that thing like don't don't do Caddyshack if you're not going to get at least somebody that was in the movie right so that was painful to watch and that was just a stupid beer commercial at the end of it um did you see the one with John Hamm he's disappeared please stand by are you back I'm here okay it it beeps for a minute I never went anywhere okay it beeped for a minute. Um, it did? Did you see the John Hamm commercial? Yes. With with him and, Ham and Brie. And Brie. I'm kind of mm-hmm. on the fence about that one. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny, but Brie Larson bugs me, so. Well, and Pete Davidson. Yeah. Isn't his 15 minutes up? <laughs> Come on. So that's that's the stuff that I really didn't like. Okay, so what did you like? Um, I liked the Amazon commercial with the dog. Getting okay. pissed off at the owners that they were going back to work. Right. And tearing up the house. I like that one. I thought... I think it's a shitty message that, like... You know, the fucking... Pan- COVID is still a thing. Whether people want to think right. of it, 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 it... Whether it is or not. And so all these companies are now pushing for everybody to return to the office. Right. And so like Amazon is going to capitalize on that and shit. And I was just like, well, that's kind of shitty, but I did appreciate like the dog tearing the house apart and stuff. Okay. Um, so, so that was okay. Um, I like the Will Ferrell 
commercial. Yeah, I did. I like. He's growing on me as an actor. Like normally, I, I'm not a huge fan of Will Ferrell. Yeah. But recently, like I've gone back and watched some stuff, and so I'm, I guess maybe I'm just more accepting of him. Okay. And I just I, I I don't know I kind of dug that commercial. I thought I thought in the in the range of what they produced for the Super Bowl this year that that was at least one of the more original ones. Okay. Um, That's the one where where he's in um, Squid Game. Yeah, he goes he goes into all the different um, yeah. TV shows, and so like he's trying to put the electric vehicle into everything. And yep. so he winds up in like stranger things and then squid game. And then, you know, he gets bit by the zombie and I don't know. I just, I, I kind of appreciated that one. Okay. Um, I liked the Disney commercial. Yeah. Um, you know, whether you like or hate Disney, they have a really good marketing team. Sure, they know which buttons to push. Exactly. So, I don't know. Every time they do something like that, whether it's, you know, they're always doing 100 years of something, whether it's like Walt's birthday or, you know, the start of the company or whatever, the marketing behind those things are always really, really well done. And I thought that this was was the same. It was was representing the past and representing the future. Right. There were discussions online of like oh we'll we'll probably get a new little mermaid trailer or you know we're gonna get this we're gonna get that and it was just like one video and i thought it was was well done i i thought for what it was um so there was that one um i really like the steve martin one yes um it was supposed to be like paired off of the um, uh, Ben Stiller one. Like Ben Stiller did something that was almost identical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the Steve Martin one was better. And I just think that that's okay. because Steve Martin's a better comedian. Yeah. Um, so I thought it worked better. Okay. I may just be a big fan of Steve Martin. I don't know. Um, and then the rest are movie trailers. So is there any okay. like commercials straight up that you like? There were, there were two. Okay. The, the Dunkin Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck. Okay. It just, it just makes me laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know people who got to have their Dunkin. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was the, uh, the T-Mobile commercial with Travolta. Really? You'd like that one? I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. I thought, did you watch the, the full length one? Yes. The, so the full length one was way better than what they showed during the game. Okay. Because they chopped the two and a half minute one down to 30 seconds. And so oh. they're not singing to the music at some points. Uh, which was really bad. And then it was like, we'll see the full the the full length one. And it was like, well, no, you should have made the 30, like at least good. Right. And they're trying, like, I don't know. I them trying to squeeze words into, into the melody. 
That shit yeah. always bothers me. It's like you couldn't come up with anything. So then you must have. So you must have really hated the P Diddy commercial. Yes. I completely <laughs> forgot about that one. Yeah. I mean, there were there were okay commercials like the the Rockstar one. Yeah. Like I thought it was funny when. Yeah, I thought that was funny when Ozzy yeah. turns around and and they're like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm the new guy, Oswald." Yes. Like okay, that that gets okay. I can see where that's going, but like the Clueless commercial, I wasn't no super into. I appreciated the Breaking Bad commercial. Like I thought that one yeah. was okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you think of the, the T-Mobile with Bradley Cooper and his mom? Did you watch that one? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. Where Bradley Cooper. Okay. Huh? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I thought that one was kind of funny too, because like it's his actual yeah. mother and like, when she's trying to read off the script, you can tell she's reading off a script. And then it seemed like some of the stuff that she was saying to him was just kind of like off the cuff. Hmm. I don't know. I thought that worked pretty well. All right. So as far as movie trailers, uh-huh. uh, we got a very short Indiana Jones trailer. Yes, but oh my God, <laughs> come on. Talk about pushing the right buttons. <laughs> oh, can't wait. I mean, look, I, I thought that James Mangold did an amazing job with Logan. Yeah. Taking taking what was supposed to be what was supposed to be the end of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Right. And putting the character to bed. I'm very excited to see what he's going to do with Indiana Jones. Mm hmm. Because Homeboy can tell a story, so yep. I would really, I would really like to think that they're going to blow this out of the park. I hope so. I hope so. You know, every time I see the Indiana Jones de-age stuff, uh huh, like it looks so good that I'm really hoping that that like. It's not just like, oh, well, that's just stills. Like, it looks it looks good if he's not talking, but the minute that you talk, you know. Yeah. I kind of liked the Fast X trailer. Did not you? that I have any intention of seeing the movie. Okay. Well, you know, the thing that's driving me crazy is, like, it has Rita Moreno and Helen Mirren in it. Yeah. It's like, okay, Helen, just going for the paycheck now. Helen Mirren has been in the last two? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what movie that she actually showed up for the first time in. Um, Caligula. No, for the, the Fast movies. Yeah. Oh, for the Fast movies. Yeah. I can't, I, I, it was either seven or eight. I mean, they're all a fucking blur now. Right. Um, let me, let me look it up real quick. Um, I mean, she works all the time. 
So this yeah. list is going to be huge. Uh, she was in Fate of the Furious. Um, was she only in one? Yeah, okay. So she was in Fate of the Furious. She was in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, which was the, the rock one. Yep. She was in Fast 9, and she'll be in Fast 10, or whatever this is, one's called. Fast Fast X. Yeah. But, I mean, she's also in Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Barbie. Yeah. So I don't know if she's just, like, telling her people, you know, whatever shows up, just say yes. Maybe she just wants to have fun. Yeah, maybe. You know. Good for her. Maybe she likes Vin Diesel. Could be. I mean, maybe they're having a thing. Apparently, she was in a Kendrick Lamar video. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> um, what did you think of the Flash trailer? So. Um, I want to start out by saying that I think Ezra Miller is a very disturbed individual Mm -hmm. as, as a real life person. I think, I think he definitely needs help. Um, besides that, I have never been more stoked for a DC comic book movie than I think I am for this. Um, is it just because of Keaton and Affleck? Possibly. Okay. It quite very well may be the fact that Keaton's back as Batman. There was okay. something I got goosebumps when he showed up and the bat the the 1989 bat theme played. Uh huh. And he's like, "I'm Batman," like that. Yes, that was just goosebump inducing, and I was like, "Holy mm-hmm. shit, man!" Yep. Um. I'm hoping that the visual effects aren't done yet. Yeah. Because there was a couple of real CW looking shots in the trailer. There's one where Supergirl is beating people up. I'm guessing outside of the Siberian prison that's where they're holding it. Yes. And she punches somebody next to Batman. And it's like, oh, look, there's a rubber version of Michael Keaton. (laughs) and so but like i'm i'm super thrilled that like michael shannon had decided to come back as zod right like because he seems to be a very serious dude whenever you see him in um in interviews and you hear him on podcasts and stuff he's always very serious and he always talks about his craft and how he's always searching for something different to do and the fact that he keeps coming back as Zod for stuff just it it excites me because I think he's a really good actor and I think what he did in Man of Steel was really well done. And the f- the fact that they're doing Flashpoint but not the Flashpoint that everybody knows so that mm-hmm. they can reboot everything. Because right. in Flashpoint he travels back in time where I think in this movie, he's traveling to a different universe. Okay. Because that would explain why there's two Barry's. Oh, he's not, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not traveling yes. back in time. And then 
saving his mom and moving forward and wiping out metahumans. Because Barry is technically younger than Kal-El, so how would he wipe out Kal-El? How would he wipe right. out, you know, the metahumans that he knows? Mm-hmm. And so I've got to assume it's a different universe and not so much he's okay. a different timeline. Um, okay. But, like, looking in the cast list, like, Tamara Morrison is, is in it as... Um, Aquaman's father again. So I'm assuming that he Barry goes to search for all the people and can't find Aquaman or, you know, the Batman here is Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. So that's how they all end up together. And then there is a Kryptonian, but it's Kara Danvers instead of um Kal-El. Right. So I don't know it. The more I think about it, I do think it's Michael Keaton that I'm excited for, mm-hmm. um, which just makes me more pissed off that they canceled Batgirl. Yeah, because they're robbing us of another instance of him as Batman. Right. I'm just I'm kind of hoping that they keep his deal in place where he is. But I don't think they will. Um, you know, cause he was supposed to come back and be like the Tony Stark, like popping up right. in the different movies to, to like give guidance and stuff mm-hmm. and everybody was on board and then they just fucking totally ruined it. Yeah. But I have to assume since this resets the DC universe that he travels to what he thinks is home and it's the new DC universe. Oh. Or he gets stuck there. He can't get home, and like they just move on from wherever the fuck they are. Well, that's one way to get rid of Ezra Miller. If they get rid of him, mm, I don't know. I would hope so. I would hope that... he's gonna he's gonna screw up again. He's gonna do something incredibly stupid. I would hope that you do not keep Ezra Miller and get rid of fucking Henry Cavill. Right. Because that's just a travesty that that's just wrong. You know, it's bad enough that fucking James Gunn is keeping Peacemaker because his wife is on the show. (laughs) It's like if you're going to do that, you need to get rid of everything. If you're resetting it. Right. Then reset it and give her a part in something else. But don't fucking keep that because that's your pet project. Right. So. Yeah, I mean. How excited are you for this? Oh, very much. Okay. Very much. You know, and if it weren't for Ezra Miller, I'd probably see it in a theater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm voting with my money. (laughs) But, But do you think that that'll ensure that we never get Michael Keaton as Batman again? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, Let's see. What is Michael Keaton? 
They still have Batgirl is in production on IMDb. Mm. I think somebody should tell them. <laughs> Maybe they're holding out hope. <laughs> or they know something we don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's weird because like Michael Keaton was like, all right, I'll do superhero movies again. And so they get him for Spider-Man and then they're like, hey, you're going to be in Morbius. And then Morbius turns out to be a big piece of shit. Right. And then he's like, all right, I'll be Batman again. So they put him in Batgirl and that gets canceled. And then they put him in the flash and he's got to work opposite Ezra Miller. It's like this poor fucking guy. But I, I bet you didn't see Morbius. No. So I did. Because I like Matt Smith and it's, Matt Smith was in it. And so yeah. I was like, well, at least that might be entertaining. And it wasn't. <laughs> and so much so that like there was supposed to be. um, I guess one of the post credit scenes was supposed to be Michael Keaton and that's shown in like the trailers and stuff. And what they end up showing right. in the actual movie was the vulture shows up in costume and like his face covered. And like, I guess Michael Keaton just did a voiceover. So it's not even him in the movie. Like it's bad. Oh really? Yeah. It's not good at all. Okay. So poor Michael Keaton, man. Poor guy. <laughs> what else did you like? Um, I have a soft spot for Transformers films. Okay. So I'm kind of interested. I shouldn't say all of them. The first couple were pretty good. Um, okay. They've progressively gotten weirder and like fuck with the timeline a lot. Yeah. Um, I really like the Bumblebee movie. Okay. Um, and I will take any movie that's got Peter Dinklage as a large robotic monkey or ape. <laughs> so I'm kind of excited about that, but I, I don't know okay. how good it's going to be. Mm. Okay. What did you think of the Guardians trailer? Oh, that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of disappointing to me. They're telegraphing really hard that this is the end of the road. I mean, it's, right. it's even in it's even in the graphics of like the final mission or whatever. Right. Um, I. It's very strange because Marvel's never done that before. And so it's built, this entire trailer is built around people not surviving this. Right. And them really trying to figure out who is going to die. And we were watching the trailer yesterday and the kid said to me, do you think it's going to be Star-Lord? Because there's that shot towards the end where they're carrying him. Right. And I was like, you have to understand Marvel has made entire shots just for trailers. Right. Where they will take people out, they will rearrange people, they will com- they will make whole new things so that you have no clue what the story is going to be. 
Right. Um, you know, Star Lord like crying over somebody and being in a, like a lot of pain. While that's set up to look like it's Rocket, that right. could be anybody. Like, what mm-hmm. if Gamora dies? Because Zoe said that she's never Again? coming back. Yeah. Right. What if, you know, what if it's, you know, we now know that Mantis is his sister. What if she dies? Like, all of these people have said, this is it for me. I'm not coming back. Right. So do they kill them all off? Do, like, they fly into a sun or something to beat Adam right. Warlock. Like, it could fucking be anybody. Um, so it's hard to know. And it's, this is the first, um, guardians trailer that's ever been like a downer. Mm-hmm. They've all been fun and upbeat and like, get a load of us. We're the edgy kids of the Marvel universe. And there, while there's a little bit of that, like Peter wondering whether or not he wants to bang Nebula, at right. the end, I'm like, that doesn't really fit with what we've seen. Right. So, yeah, it left me kind of disappointed. And I'm, I am not, I have not been the hugest fan of the Marvel films that have come out since Endgame. Okay. I think each one has been okay, but like, Doctor Strange was all right, but it wasn't amazing. It yeah like, th- love and thunder was, in my opinion, a fucking train wreck. Like, they haven't done anything to really wow me to get me excited for like the next Marvel film. So, I don't really know how to feel about, like the next set of films that's coming out. Yeah, I've been much more into the Marvel TV shows because they've kind of pushed the limits of stuff. Right. And even though like um She-Hulk was not the best of the mm-hmm. of the TV shows, I give them props for like breaking the fourth wall and like the last the last episode where she goes to Marvel like headquarters. Right. Like I'll give them props all day long for that, but then you look at the movies and it's like, "Oh, okay. Sure, I guess." I mean, you want me to be excited about this but I'm not yeah like I truly think that if they could have swung the cast of the Eternals for a Disney plus TV show first that probably would have been well better received than it was being a movie yeah because I hated that fucking movie it was horrible yeah it was horrible and I think if they had time to like develop the characters over, you know, an eight hour arc would have been. Way yeah, because there's so many characters in the one film yep. that you didn't know going into it. Yep. You did an and Avengers still level. didn't really know going out of it other yep. than, you know, Athena was kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, that's the thing. Yeah. You could never get Angelina Jolie and um, Selma, Selma Hayek, Hayek over, you know, an eight episode commitment well why not what if it's only a two week shoot for eight episodes yeah I don't know I don't know (laughs) 
I don't know if they tried. Mm. Were there any other trailers you particularly liked? No, I mean, I thought the rest were okay. I thought the Scream one was okay. I, yeah. I haven't really followed the Scream stuff for a while. But it... I don't know. At least it's not in the same town. At least it's in, like, New York now. And right. I'm... I'm interested to see how big of a role Jenna Ortega actually has because I think okay. like, like, um, because she's the new, like, I don't want to say the it girl because that just sounds weird being that it's Wednesday and there's a character named it, <laughs> but, um, because she's the new it girl, I think that like they totally changed gears and was like, let's make it all about her. Yeah. And so all the marketing has her in it. So I'm I'm right. wondering whether or not like her role is like, you know, just a supporting cast or did they actually have in mind that she was going to be one of the main people? Well, I don't plan on watching it, so I will never know. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll let you know. All right. Did you watch any TV this week? I watched The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, possibly my most favorite zombie type show ever. Yeah. Um, I used to really like The Walking Dead when that started. Um, right. But I kind of feel like this blows it all out of the water. Um, did you see the episode? Yes. Okay. I loved the tension that they built with going through the 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 tunnels uh-huh and not knowing what was around each corner and how much danger they were in and thinking that they were out of danger until all the people showed up right and then the ground erupted yes uh that last 10 minutes was fucking amazing mhm and then you have the entire scene that's done in the motel afterwards. Right. That ratcheted up the tension again. It was like super tension. And then they kind of think, make you think that it's done. And then it's super tension again. And it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. They really like brought it home. Yeah. I like the woman getting eaten by the kid. I thought that was cool. Yes. The big armored um, and, and clicker. The big fat guy? Yeah, I thought that was good too. Yeah. I like the one that crawled and, into the window. Uh huh. With Ellie and like was like walking like backwards and stuff. Yeah. And once again, we have characters that you start to care for <laughs> and they're dead by the end of the episode. Yep. Yep, and the you know they they used a real deaf boy, like he's deaf in real right. life, and so like they've done they did that on Walking Dead. They had a deaf character for a while there too, um, but I thought the kid, you know, I don't know if he's acted before, um, but I yeah. thought he did really well. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, he conveyed enough emotion, um through the the pad and the looks on his face and stuff that that he really sold it. 
Right. <laughs> and of course, my kid turns to me and goes, oh, that's cool, that thing that they created for him. And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, the thing that he's writing on. And I said, oh, no, <laughs> that's a toy from like when I was a kid. And she right. was like, "That really? And I was like, oh, and I'm going to have to go find <laughs> one of those for her. Now, while you're at it, you should get her a Willy Willy, too. I w- yeah, I could. Yeah. I need to find one of those, um, one of those, like, novelty stores, because I'm sure that they would sell all that kind of stuff. Like Spencer Gifts? No, not Spencer Gifts, but you know how, like, you go to, like, like, tourist areas, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you go to St. Augustine and you go to, like, the real touristy place, there's always those shops that sell, like, really weird avant-garde and, like, retro stuff. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, that's where I would find all that. Although I'm guessing I could probably just... Find it on Amazon. Get it tomorrow. So it looks like the kid has only done one other thing. Okay. And he's got a short in post-production. My hope for this boy is that he does not end up being one of those kid actors that winds up at um, Comic-Cons dressed as his character from Last of Us. Mm. Signing crayon drawings? Yes. <laughs> I really hope he he doesn't end up like that. All right. It's always weird when you see that shit, man. Did you watch anything else? Uh, I watched two episodes of The Bad Batch. Oh yeah, I watched those too. I thought those were really good. Yeah. Um. Again, they with everybody together and on a mission and having to get on the venerator. Um, I really enjoyed that stuff. I always like when they go to Coruscant, I always like tying it to the larger story. Um, but Mm -hmm. seeing things that we had never seen before, like just the idea that like, there's no representation of this group of clones that, are being phased out and I don't want to make, I don't want to make, um, political parallels to current day, but, Oh, but go ahead. You can see who would represent the Republicans and who would represent the Democrats. Oh, sure. And how like, one of those just doesn't care about people and one of those does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them wants a grand army and like all this stuff and the other one's worried about what's going to happen to the people left behind. And I like that. I I thought that the Bad Batch really did that well. Okay. What did you think of it? Um, I I like it. I like the direction that's taking. I like the stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think they're 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 staying true to the to Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. Now this new this new preschool show they have coming with like the baby Jedi. What? That I will not watch. Wait. Yes. 
baby Jedi. So young like, Jedi Adventures. Young Jedi Adventures. Okay. And it's and it's going to appear on May May the fourth. It's really bad looking. It looks like Star Wars Puppy Pals or oh, Paw Patrol. My. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I mean, I feel like. Um. What what was the what was the title of the anime one for Star Visions? Wars? Visions. I feel like somebody saw Visions and went, "Well, what about the really really small kids?" Right. I mean, it's geared it's geared for preschoolers, so three to five. I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect you to watch this. No. No. All right. Does take place during the what is it called the high? Oh, the, the high republic. The high era. republic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you did you watch? What was the other animated one that they did? Rebellion. Resistance. Resistance. Did you watch Resistance? I did, but I couldn't really get into it. I didn't watch it all the way through. Okay, because I I stop a Clone Wars like or um not yeah. Clone Wars um. What was the one after Clone Wars? The one with Ezra Bridger. Oh, Rebels. Rebels. Um, I I finished Rebels and then they were like, oh, here's Resistance. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of animated out for a while. And I I didn't like the way it was drawn. I Because it was 3D, but they flattened it so it looked like 2D. And it was about fucking BB-8 and I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> Yeah, it's that 2D, 3D look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we're only we're only less than two weeks away from the new Mandalorian. Yeah. So that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I did watch some new stuff this week. What'd you watch? So we talked about this last week that I wanted to watch the show called The Traitors with Alan Cumming. Yeah. And it it's nothing more than fucking Big Brother. Is it really? It's got a bunch of has-been celebrities who for like Real Housewives and uh, Survivor. And it's, I mean, Alan Cumming is, is very funny, but it's just not worth watching. It takes place in this Scottish castle, and instead of um, people like being forced to like leave the island, they they're they're killed, <laughs> and there are three people working against the rest of them. Okay. I mean, I I watched one episode all the way through, and then I fast forwarded through the second one, going, yeah, I don't need to watch any more of this. <laughs> Not worth it. Save your time. Save your eyesight. It sounds like there's a there's a video game called um, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Yeah. Where it's kind of the same thing. Like, like you have to find out who the the traitors are. 
Yeah. Because they're it's working. The mole. They're, yeah, they're they're working against you to. Yeah. And like they, you have to kill them before they kill you, and. Yeah, I mean yeah. they all look like assholes. They're nobodies. There, there are some people who legitimately are nobodies, and then there are some from other reality shows. <laughs> so yeah, um, I watched Poker Face. Oh, with uh. Oh my God, Natasha, Natasha Leone. Yeah, Leone. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Good. It is so good. Okay. Yeah, she plays Columbo. <laughs> Like seriously, watch or? an episode of watch an oh, okay. episode of Columbo before you watch Poker Face. She is doing dead on Columbo. Oh, Simon Helberg is in it. Yeah, he was in one. Okay. Yeah, and it's the it starts off that she's working in a casino, and a housekeeper gets murdered, and then they find out that she used to be, um, like not a card chief but she's able to read people to know whether or not they're lying okay and the the manager of the casino adrian brody enlists her to keep an eye on certain clients in the in the thing and by the end of it she's she's double crossed them she's on the lamb and every episode after that has some sort of You're there? But by... I'm here. Okay. Did you cut out for a second. Go ahead. No, I didn't. You cut out. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, the last ones were really good. Okay. She's she's Her character's really quirky. It's kind of like she's not there to solve the murder, but she kind of puts the pieces together. So it's and and she's on the lam from this casino boss who's trying to track her down and you know that kind of stuff. Does she, but it's really well done. Does she do the Columbo thing of before I go? Let me just ask you one more thing. Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. That the hitting herself on the head. It's like, oh, why can't I remember this? <laughs> okay. I got a question for you. Oh yeah, it's it's hilarious. Okay. I don't know if it's meant to be. <laughs> There's one episode that takes place in in the world of uh, has been rock and roll. Yeah. And the band Krampus is in it. Oh. And they have this thing called the Krampus Cam, where they like prank people. And she ends up decking him when he jumps out of a porta potty. <laughs> so what you're saying is that. Ryan Johnson is good at making shit as long as it's not Star Wars. Yes. Okay. Because I loved I loved Knives Knives Out, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched Glass Onion yet. But I hear it's just as good. Yeah, this is really fun. Okay. I'll have to... And there are these random celebrities show up. I think it was the last episode had Tim Meadows and Ellen Barkin, and. Uh, who's the other one? There was another one in this episode. But yeah, Simon Helberger is in an episode. Uh, Judith Light from Who's the Boss is in an episode. Okay. 
and they're they're totally playing against type. Oh, nice. Totally playing against type. So according to this, Nick Nolte, Ron Perlman, uh, John Ratzenberg. Ratzenberg was in. Yep. Uh, Simon Helbert, Benjamin Bratt, Adrian Brody, Chloe Savini. Savini. Yep. Ellen Barkin. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah, it's worth watching. I think you would like it. Right, I'm add I that think to my you would list. like it. Well, I have something else for you to add to your list. Okay. What? It's called Kunk on Earth. C U N K on Earth. I have seen clips of that on Oh my YouTube. god. So the first one I almost decided I wasn't going to watch it. But then the teaser was like the second episode was about religion. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'll watch the second one. And there's only 5 episodes. Very funny. The woman is like incredibly deadpan. She was, <laughs> and she's got these. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, she's like talking to these, you know, professionals, historians, and stuff, asking them the most ludicrous questions, <laughs> and they kind of like, you know, think it's serious and kind of go along with it. I don't know if that if the, the experts are staged, but it's very. Very funny. She was on. Um, there's a Ricky Gervais um, TV show on Netflix called Afterlife. Okay, and I haven't seen that. she is one of his coworkers in that. Afterlife okay. is a bittersweet comet comedy drama. Um about a guy who loses his wife and decides that he doesn't want to live anymore. And it's his journey to want to live again. Okay. Um, and Ricky Gervais is the main character. Um, but he's surrounded by all these, like he works at a newspaper. And so she's one of the people at the newspaper and she was always really funny in that too. Okay. And so when I saw the clips on YouTube with that, I was like, what the fuck is this? Cause yeah, I instantly it, recognized it's her. Very and I was entertaining. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. think that's on my, I think that's on my yeah. queue. Did you happen to watch this week's night court? I did, but I just find it so unmemorable. My, so, it should have just been Dan. It should have been all about Dan. Dan becomes a judge. Well, so the weird the weird part of this is so this episode was where the judge was looking for a place to live. Yep. Because her apartment now is like over a German restaurant or something and she always smells. Yeah, something like that. Yes. And I was looking at it and it was like the problem with this show is that the original night court was about Harry stone. Right. And this, they are trying to make it this weird ensemble thing because the most, the best actor that they have is John Larroquette. And if you cut him out of it, you have shit. Right. And so, they're trying to focus more on Dan and keep him relevant. 
than what right. he was in the original, which is like the comic relief. Right, right. And so every time that that Melissa Roush is on screen, it's like, this is wrong. Like, she should be the main focus, and you're not giving her enough to do. Like, I still don't think they know how to write for her. No, no, I don't think they so can't either. make her shrill like Bernadette. They can't make her wacky like um, Harry Anderson. But and why can't I think they make it like very hard? To... She's like the straight man for these, you know, supposed to be funny sidekicks. Right. If she had shown up and the first thing she did to Dan was hit him with. Um, you know the the snake gun thing, like in the yeah. original, and she yeah. she was like, "Oh yeah, I get my magic, the love of magic from my father." Yeah, and written her more like Harry. I think it would have worked better. Mm-hmm. But it's this, yeah, it's this. I want to help everybody. I don't want to use, um, you know, me being a judge to my advantage. And Harry was all about that. Oh yeah, and. I know that they like they want to do their own thing, but they need to to see what works and what right. they have is just not working. They're they're not capturing a new audience, and they're going to lose the old audience. Yeah. Yep. That's a shame. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they can save it at this point. Well, it's already renewed for a second season. Yeah, but will it go beyond that? Right. It may end up getting bounced around. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I was just saying today that I needed more stuff to watch, and look at you, filling up my... Well, I have something very pathetic for you to watch. Oh, Jesus. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm a big fan of the Warren Beatty Dick Tracy. Yes. I liked the stylization. I liked the makeup. I liked the the bright color palette. I liked the fact that it was very, you know, 1940s in nature. So on, uh, I guess it was on TMC, they did this Zoom call with Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy, who wanted to talk to Leonard Malton, who interviewed him like eight or nine years ago as Dick Tracy when the movie came out. And that was like a shit show of an interview. It's like he keeps saying pomegranate, 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 pomegranate. I don't know if he was on drugs. I don't know if he thought he was being funny. So this takes it now, 10 years later, he's in the yellow trench coat and the hat, and they're asking him to compare the Warren Beatty Dick Tracy, which he is not. That's a character played by an actor in a movie. This is the quote unquote real Dick Tracy and he's like reviewing like the two guys who did like the old black and white movies. And then he talks about how he wasn't really into that Warren Beatty piece. 
because it was like they, you know, he, he turned it into a musical comedy. It's, you know, it's all about the justice crime, you know, crime doesn't pay. He didn't like all the makeup. He thought they should have been like real looking people. And then towards the end of it, Warren Beatty jumps on the zoom call and starts arguing with Dick Tracy. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Oh my God. It is disturbing. It is sad. <laughs> I guess it's because Dick Warren Beatty bought the rights to the character. So he's trying to like extend his copyright is one thing I read. Oh, uh, okay. But Leonard Malton looks horrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, I'm like kind of zipping through it. Yeah. And then at the end, there's this bad, um, uh, oh, what's the stupid movie, the Disney movie with the two girls played by the same actress, Parent Trap. Oh, okay. Where it's Warren Beatty and Warren Beatty is Dick Tracy having lunch together. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's so weird. It's not long. It's like 20 something minutes. It almost looks to me like does Leonard Malton have like Parkinson's? I think so. He's walking with a cane and he looks really bad. Yeah, he's he's moving around. Yes, he does have Parkinson's. Um He's had Parkinson since 2015, but like, it's very telltale, like the way he's sitting and like continues to move and stuff. And right. Um, Oh no, I'm looking at them eating. (laughs) Remember when like Warren Beatty was like one of the last of the movie stars. (laughs) Yeah. But he's like, what? 86. Oh, and they're doing the thing where, like, the zooms are glitching and stuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. That's because the editors were like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch this later. It's almost as sad as the year that he and Faye Dunaway Dunaway announced the wrong best picture. (laughs) Oh, man. Poor Warren Beatty. Poor guy. You would think that he would just go away quietly. No, never. So what what did this air on? On TMC? Yes. TCM TCM whatever Turner classic movies Turner classic movies yeah I guess they showed like two of the black and white serials and then they showed this thing (laughs) so so the comments on YouTube are the top one is I love Beatty and he's a lot funnier than people realize Uh, love how Beatty couldn't even manage to fill up a half hour so he just repeats chunks of the last special. Mm-hmm. 
uh, special made to keep the Dick Tracy rights about a special made to keep the Dick Tracy rights, wherein it acknowledges the artifice of keeping the Dick Tracy rights. Wow. <laughs> this is easily the most confusing thing I've watched all week. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't watch the Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, poor Worm Beatty. <laughs> what a hard life he's had. Yeah. Is he still married to... Um, Annette Benning. Annette Benning? They're, yep, they're still as far together? as I know. Okay. I think so. She's off doing Marvel movies and he's doing this? Okay. Sure. Maybe he's jealous. You think? They haven't put me in one of those Marvel movies yet. Well, I mean, they they did... Um, oh, what's his name? The guy that was in Civil War. Robert Redford? Yes. Like, Robert Redford was in a Marvel film. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure people like Warren Beatty are like, how come I'm not? Right. And then they're like, well, you were Dick Tracy. Because he's 86. Yeah, that's why. So he he bought them back? I I don't know the whole story. No, well, I don't know. Because what is it, 60 years past the death of the original creator? Uh, Beatty has to create content about Detective Dick Tracy every decade or so in order to hold on to the character. Comic fans who might not be familiar with the 1931 comic strip might still recognize the right structure since a similar deal allows Sony to create Spider-Man content, but only as so long Mm. as they continually produce new projects. Way too long the rights lapse, which is one reason why Spider-Man has been in the near constant state of reboot since Sony first linked First thing, the agreement. Dick Tracy special, Tracy zooms in, sees Beatty reprise the role, although this surreal iteration of the character is separate from the Tracy who appeared in the 1990 classic. On the Zoom call, Dick Tracy tells the film critics Leonard Martin, Malton, and TCM's Ben Mankowitz that Mm -hmm. he's no longer on speaking terms with Beatty, which makes for a bit of awkward introduction once Beatty himself joins the Zoom room mm-hmm. oh my god yeah something to brighten your day so in 10 years when when Beatty's in his 90s and Leonard Malton is dead like right. then what do they do does he they wheel Dick Tracy out in the yellow in a wheelchair at like the Academy Awards to be like content well, maybe he's shopping for a reboot where they'll recast Dick Tracy, but Chris he'll Pratt. be like the bookends. Ew, no. <laughs> wow. What a shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, how much money do you think the rights to, to Dick Tracy pulls in every year? Oh, it can't be much of anything. Yeah, I mean, Dick Tracy is not one of those, like, can you even get it on Blu-ray? Like, like where would you even go to see Dick Tracy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 1990. I remember, I was working in the movie theater when this came out. Uh-huh. And I remember watching it and being like, because it was right around the same time that like the shadow came out. Yep. And like, there were all these 1930s pulp heroes. It was, it was Dick Tracy and the shadow the phantom and the phantom and like yep. all of these different, they were all vying for like the comeback. And I remember seeing this and being like, I like the fact that like, they did the comic strip thing of every red is the same red. Every yellow right. is the same yellow. Like it was whatever they had in the comic strip was whatever they used. Um, right. So I thought it was really clever that way, but I was never like a super fan of it. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, okay, I watched it. That's cool. Um, but you really, you can't really buy it anywhere. You can rent it. Right. Right. I guess you can buy it from from Prime Video for seventeen ninety nine. But still, like how how much money do you think they're making on copies of this? I I it can't be much. No. Yeah, it's it's just kind of really weird. Apparently Warren Beatty has a net worth of 70 million. Okay. And I don't understand anymore. I mean, what would be so bad about it being in public domain and people getting to like, you know, rediscover Make the their own versions. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's holding out for, See, I don't know. I mean, what are you holding out for at 86? Yeah. You know, I mean, is there anything left? I mean, and Does he so... think he's going to be a head in a jar? <laughs> so honestly, so every 10 years he has to do something. Is he going to live to 96? Probably not. Yeah. So what does it matter? I mean, I would I would be interested to know who the rights would revert back to. Right. Is it like the creator's family? Because then fucking give it to him. Well, it's uh, the Tribune is who uh, who he bought them from. Okay. But they went bankrupt in 2008 because they tried to get them back. Oh. And that's when he did that stupid the first version. Yeah, I I just I don't know, man. It's so weird. I mean, I definitely think like in the in the pantheon of films, like it's something like if you're interested in filmmaking, you should watch because of the way that they did it and 
the makeup and stuff like that. I mean, because there are people in this that are unrecognizable. Like Al Pacino and stuff, but. Oh, yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Paul Servino. I mean, it was a, it was an amazing movie for prosthetics. And going back to who we were talking about before, Madonna's in it. Yes. Yeah. So. And she doesn't suck. <laughs> for once. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I don't understand what he's holding on to here. Yeah. So so. Do you know when he bought the rights to it? Was it to uh, make the must movie? Have, it was before the movie, yeah. So that was 1990. Did he do anything with it in 2000? He must have, if he still has the rights. 2000, yeah, 2008. Okay. No, is it that that's, long ago? That's like 18 no. years, though. Between no, that can't be right. He must have. And then he did the thing in 2010 or whatever. Right. And then this. Yep. So weird. It's kind of sad. I mean, look, they could bring Madonna back and not even put her in makeup now. Well, she could become like a supervillain with that face. Exactly. And nobody would recognize her. <laughs> I wonder if Madonna banged Warren Beatty. Oh, I'm movie. sure he did. I mean, see, this would be something that I'd I'd would consider going back and watching again, but yeah, I don't really want to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, I know there's other ways to do it, but I don't know. That's weird. Wacky. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I think that's enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can t- follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I have stood next to death, and people liked him better. <laughs> <laughs>